right, welcome to episode 41, uh, Aji's podcast with Jason Martinez and Harry Mays. And we're getting closer and closer, Harry, to the podcast episode matching our age. Huh. <laughs> I got a little <laughs> ways thought? to go. I got a little ways to go for me. I'm uh, uh, I'm up at 57 now, so, you know, we'll be past the holidays. <laughs> For will sure. we have? Will we be able to collect social security when we get to that certain number? I don't know. I think the I think the uh, the government's going to get rid of that probably by the time I get there. Oh, jeez. Yeah, uh, that's a straight up odd jeez right there. But maybe by the time I get there, they'll have all the votes counted in Arizona. <laughs> I know what's going on. Jesus, like who's counting these votes? I'm telling advocates? you. I'm telling you all the things that this country uh, can do, and they can't count votes in certain states. It's a joke. Technology is better, and and the counting of votes is yeah. slower. Right. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, you used to fill out a piece of paper, fold it in half, and put it in a cardboard box, and it got counted quicker than this shit. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what a what a, what a week it's been. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. It's like on on all the TV channels, election night in America. It's like, no, election no. night was Tuesday. It's election month. Yes, is what it is. I, I, well, I think that's part of it too, Harry. They're all prolonging it, yeah, so they can get nitwits to keep tuning in. Right, right. And I'm not going to be a part of it. No, count me out. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> I've seen enough. <laughs> I've seen it enough. <laughs> I, I still got the little bit of the lingering cough. Yeah. Um. You still so taking the steroid? Much. Oh, I took the steroids. Gone. Oh yeah. Yeah, I shot that my ass right away. <laughs> you you put it in. You, it was an injectable. No, oh. no I wish. That would have been faster, though. Yeah. But feeling much better. Um, I'm still, I don't sound great still, but I, I feel a thousand. You sound times. better. Yeah. You sound a lot better, actually. This goddamn RSV hair, I'll tell you. Oh, yeah. It, it is a real, I was never so happy to be able to smell my own shit in the bathroom. Oh, again. my God. We stopped. <laughs> I love how they got a label. Everything. Oh, you got the RSV? Yeah. yeah. The, the no. law and order RSV hair? No, I got the COVID 19. Oh, are you sure? <laughs> Jesus. Where was COVID-18? I never even exactly. saw Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, couple things to get to. First of all, we had Larry last week, Boa. Yeah. Um, Phillies ended up not getting it done. No. We both said too, you know, if they don't if they don't win that game five at home, it's right. pretty much curtains and because it's just gonna be too hard. That team's really good. Let's yeah, they're really good. I mean, yeah. that that guy Valdez, that pitcher, oh. just, he's spectacular, you know. And then I guess Verlander got around to finally winning a World Series game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that you know their their right-handed batters just didn't hit. I mean, yeah. really, the whole lineup outside of the first game didn't hit much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, you know, I throw you know Harper in there too, but I can, you know I'm not pinning it on him. But man, Hoskins, Ralmuto, and um, Castellanos are just you know they they gave you nothing. Yeah. You know. And look, it was a hell of a run. Oh yeah, it was tremendous. And in a lot of ways, Harry, it was it was a shot of adrenaline to baseball in Philadelphia. It really was. Yeah, it got me it back into it. Fun. It got me <laughs> back into it. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll totally be honest with you. In fact, now there's all this noise about you know possibility of Trey Turner coming here. A uh, lot of a, noise, Harry. Who's a stud player yeah. and a really good friends with Bryce Harper. Uh, mm. So much so, there's so much hype around this. I went to DraftKings this morning. And I put in a futures bet on the Phillies to win the World Series at plus oh, fifteen hundred. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I was gonna. I was trying to get like 
uh, to win the NL East, and that wasn't up. The only thing that you can bet on, at least on DraftKings right now, is the World Series futures. So okay. I took it at plus 1,500. I figured, why not? Can we get Trey Young and Trey Turner here? Trey Young, yeah. And, and then we can bring back Trey Thomas. Right. Hey, and Trey Young have... Trey Young would help this basketball team. Yeah, exactly that. right. Yeah. I, I, you know, you, since you brought them up, I am so, like, frustrated, and I'm, I'm just so – Done. I don't know, disenchanted, disenf- I mean, I'm disenfranchising myself from the Sixers right now. Yeah. I, I just. No Harden, no, no nothing. It's like, you know, th- this whole idea was flawed from the fucking jump. It, it's never, it's, it's never going to work. I think, I don't think it's ever going to work. And Doc Rivers stinks. Yep. Uh, he needs to be fired. Um, you know, it's, it's, I usually wait until around Christmas to really get into the to the NBA, the Sixers team, and things don't turn around and they get hardened back and start winning basketball games. They they could be in some serious trouble. Yeah. The the thing is with them is even if they have a decent regular season, yeah. there's not enough there to go really good, go beyond the second round of the playoffs. No, they, they haven't been past the second round of the playoffs. And that's why I love the, what was it, Embiid or I think it was Embiid saying, you know, the, the, the season starts tonight or, you know, like the first couple games basically didn't matter. Like, who are they to say that? They've never gotten past the second round of the playoffs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing. They did the whole process thing. Mm-hmm. So they were, so they weren't a team mired in the middle of first and second round exits. Purgatory. And, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. now they haven't gotten past the second round right. with this whole bullshit tactic that they used. And yeah, you go, well, they got him beat and they matter. And they do. Like, yeah. I agree. But. When the rubber meets the road, who gives a shit unless you're going to have a chance to go to a championship? They haven't even gotten past the second round. so Right. Yeah. And, and I think it sucks. Yeah, it does. I mean, you, you look at teams like Milwaukee and Boston in the yeah. East. I mean, you know, there's, 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 those are teams. Those are solid squads with stars on them that fit together yeah. and, you know, and play, you know, both ends of the court. And some, some of these up-and-coming up teams in the East – you know, like we, we talk about Atlanta, the Atlanta Hawks are pretty good. Cleveland has got, I think, got a good squad. I mean, yeah, there's a couple other teams together. now that you yep. really got to start to worry about if yeah, you're the I, if you're the Sixers. But it, it's great to see what's going on up in Brooklyn too, because that's a pile of shit. Holy cow, that is a hot <laughs> fucking mess, isn't it? With Ben Simmons now, oh. you know they were they were going to hire the former Celtics coach who's on suspension from the Boston Celtics, and then that fell through. They get. Uh, Vaughn, the former uh, Kansas Jayhawks star, I remember back back in the day. Oh. Uh, who knows what happens there? But it's good to see that you know that some of these other star powered teams, you know, like the Lakers, they're a train wreck. Oh, they're a disaster. They're LeBron, a, they're that brutal. worst start of his career. Yeah, I love it. So. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah, it, it, look, if you're gonna suck, there's certain teams I really want to suck yes. along with you. Yeah, and those are a couple of them. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Um, so the Phillies go down, and, and and you know the thing with that team at the Phillies too. Harry, just to wrap up on that real quick, and the reason why it it really reignited me with baseball is for two reasons. Mm. Obviously, they were good. That's part of it. But the two reasons are this: a, they were so damn likable. Yes, like as a group fun. of dudes. Yeah. Yep. And b, the shift is banned next year. Yeah. So I, I, I I'm ready to come back in yeah. because I know proper adjustments to the sport have been made yeah they'll be more make it entertaining again hopefully more balls in play uh like you and i've been bitching about for years now and you know i'm interested to see how they're going to work this pitch clock 
thing. I, that's that's interesting. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if that's going to be smooth sailing right out of the gate. Uh, yeah. But I'm glad they're they're trying to do something to speed up the game, and they're trying to do something to, you know, put more balls in play. You know, have more action because mm-hmm. there was a lot of action during those playoff series. You know, with the, against the Cardinals and the Braves. You know, and uh, it was it was it was really fun baseball to watch. Yeah, we just you need the ball in play, and if we can get back to guy having guys steal a base, mm-hmm. hit and run, a little bunt, drop yeah. down a bunt. Yeah, I mean, who can, so many players don't even to have a bunt. One. They don't even know how to bunt anymore. That's because there's no pitch. There's no uh, launch angle right. to a bunt. <laughs> right. Right. And it'll be and interesting the, to see what players adjust to it too, Harry. Mm-hmm. You know, know who? Yeah. Some guys, some guys' numbers will go through the roof. You know, dead pull hitters where they can't just hit into the teeth of it anymore. And I mean, it it could change a lot in baseball. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think I think yeah. you know it's it's been a long time coming, but they're finally you know they moved the, the DH into the National League now. You know, which I was yelling for for years, and people were screaming at me because they were purists. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do is see my pitcher come up with two guys on base, and we need a base hit, and here comes the pitcher, and there's two outs, and I know the inning's over. Yeah, and this guy hasn't taken BP in six right. weeks, and he doesn't know how to bunt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, what's the point of that? Yeah, You're just wasting my time. Right. Right. Um, and I go, oh, it messes with strategy and yeah. timelessness of the game. Fuck your timelessness. Yeah, half these managers don't know strategy anyway. They just know analytics in a binder. Yeah, the, the Gabe Kapler uh, iPad. Right. I mean, the, the guys that Ooh. go with their gut, you know, like the Dusty Bakers of the world. I mean, mm-hmm. they, you know, the, he's like a, you know, an, an, a fossil in the, in the game. I mean, when those old guys, like Charlie Manuel was, he's no longer managing anymore. But I'm saying, like, it's all these young guys coming up that, that, that sit there next to a binder. Well, Girardi was that way. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was one of the older guys that kind of gravitated towards it. Yeah, I was surprised um, by that. You thought he would be a field guy. You you would have thought, yeah, you know, yeah. sitting there with Joe Torre for all those years. Harry, so. as a former sports radio uh, host, mm-hmm. you and I, and had having done it for so long, there was something I heard yesterday on the radio, and I saw a Twitter poll. Let's go to the Twitter poll, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, the, and, and it was the Twitter poll for the midday show yesterday with Anthony was – you know, a lot of people are saying that are the Eagles for real? Oh, what was that? That Twitter poll question. Mm. The other one was: Is Philadelphia a football first town? Oh my god! I'm like, oh. yes, it is. <laughs> like, do you really need 95 yeah. percent of the vote to con- fucking confirm this? Right? Are we asking this a week after the baseball season ended? Yeah, isn't that a little late? <laughs> but I mean. It's like no shit. Yeah. And like, like what? Uh, are the I, I, Eagles for real? I mean, they're 8 no. I don't think you can fake your way to 8 no in the NFL. You can try, you know. But um, and look, you can't control who you play. No, you can. And, you know, they got Washington coming in on Monday night. They're an 11 point favorite at home. Uh, right. So that, you Deservedly. know, they're, they're going to win that game. Yep. I mean, that game could be close and ugly because it's a division game and, you know, the, Washington seems to play a little bit better with Heineke at quarterback than they have with Carson Wentz. So who knows, but they'll probably win that game. And then I think they have what Indianapolis, who's a, 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 a sinking ship right now. And, you know, they fired Frank Reich. I mean, they're a mess. I can't believe that. Yeah. They bring in Jeff. (laughs) I saw your tweet about the Colonel. That's his favorite coach. That's that was awesome. He he liked that tweet right away. I saw that. 
I yeah. saw that. And that's impressive because that means he saw it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he knows that means how his to... internet worked. Yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, they get the Colts. Then, and then I think they get Green Bay, who's a mess right now, too. Yeah. So this team could easily be, what, 11 and 0? It's crazy. <laughs> I mean, you're talking, when you're talking 11 and 0, I mean, that's like, that, that's incredibly impressive. But then I and, saw, oh, go ahead. Finish go ahead. up. Oh, but I saw earlier this week, uh, somebody, I don't know what outlet did it, but somebody claims that they spoke with an NFL, NFC executive, some other executive, like a GM or something Ooh, for bags? an NFC team. And this person said that they could see the Eagles being, you know, an early out in the playoffs, something to that effect. And it's not the exact quote, but that was the whole thing. And I'm like thinking, okay, well, I, we don't even know if this really happened. This could be one of those things where, dude, I, I need, uh, I need an article. I need, I need a clicks and the Eagles are eight. No. So let's say I talked to somebody who's wouldn't put their name on it, by the way, it's yeah. an anonymous NFC Bullshit is executive what it is. Bullshit. who says, the Eagle, he could see the Eagles possibly being an early round exit in the playoffs. And of course, you know, if we were back in the old job, that would have been something that low hanging fruit that we would have tried to, you know, develop a show around. Right. Six. Wado. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, okay, let's ferret out who this GM is. On right. Day. Yes. <laughs> These guys are right. <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You're a rat. Uh, you know, that, Look, little peek behind the curtain for everybody that listens to sports radio. When a host on the air says, in a slow time of year, I got this email, Martinez, <laughs> from a listener, they didn't. It's well, bullshit. Well, no, it's it used made to, up. It used to be, well, we do that. But also, <laughs> South Shunis will, like, listen all day, and he'll hear one caller call in with some stupid take, and then he'll make that as a portion of the fan base says – yeah, and then because you some know, dimwit called in right. some dumb point. Right. <laughs> this is a hockey town. The next day, then we're putting out polls. You feel you football town? You know the whole thing. Yeah. What What's Everybody happened? Everybody seems to, the to think team. it's a hockey town. What has happened to the hockey team over the last couple of weeks? Uh, they They're playing well, Harry. Yeah. They go into the game last night in Columbus with the fifth best points percentage in the NHL. Well, I tuned in and they were down, I think, three to one going into what the yeah. second or third period. I get, and I, I know they ended up losing, gave up a couple empty netters, didn't they? Yeah, 200 yeah. footers. They dialed up long distance on a couple. So basically, it was a three two game. But no, they've played, they've played well despite the fact that they don't have a whole lot of talent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's going to catch up to them eventually. It will. Yeah, it will. It always does. So, yeah. um, you know, it's good to get off to a good start. And, you know, Torch yeah. didn't meet with the media last night after the game. Is that right? And the assistant coach did. And I'm not sure why. I don't know if he was pissed. I thought they played well. There was a lot to take from the game. Just that they had four mistakes and three of them ended up in the back of their net. Mm. You know, yeah. you cannot turn the puck over just inside the offensive blue line. And not right. when Goudreau's on the ice. You can't throw it to the middle of the ice and have it be a giveaway. Right. And that's what yeah. happened three times. Yeah, I played golf with a guy who plays a lot of hockey. And uh, actually plays with Johnny LeClaire. Oh, okay. And uh, he was telling me, he's a huge hockey guy. He was telling me that, you know, the Flyers get off to this great start, but that's going to come back. Like the the talent, they don't have talent. Yeah. And, I and mean, they, 82 games eventually, Yeah, water finds its level. Right, right. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know how they can sustain it. Although mm -hmm. the, the model, which they played the last four games, 
from like a process standpoint has been a lot better, but I don't just don't believe that it's sustainable. And you can't expect your goaltender and Carter Hart to have a 950 save percentage all year and stop yeah. 95 out of every hundred shots. He's been tremendous. Unbelievable. Yeah. So this is, uh, this is the Carter Hart that everybody thought they were getting a few years ago. Yeah. And we've seen glimpses yeah. of it before. Right. Um, but I mean, look, eventually he's going to have a bad game. He's going to get pulled. Everybody mm-hmm. does. It yeah. happens. Um, I think the environment's been better. The destructure has been better for him. And that helps. Uh, you know, the crazy part is, is the numbers that he's putting up and everything. And he's second in the NHL in save percentage. In he's now played nine games, Harry. I'd say in seven of those nine games, he's given up a muffin. Hmm. One that you would go that, that I know he won't like a like. soft goal. Yeah. And, and he still has been able to compartmentalize it, move forward and kind of park it, mm-hmm. which is hard to do. I remember I, I told this story the other day when I was working at Providence College Hockey School. Tom Barrasso was there after his rookie year. Mm-hmm. He played in the NHL, was a rookie at 18. With the and, Penguins. Yep. Yeah. And he came up. Um, no, he was with Buffalo at the time. But, oh, um, okay. But he came up, and he was talking to the goalies and the coaches and everything, and we were just shooting the shit with him. And he had this whole message of, if you can't park a bad goal, you're sure, sure as shit going to give up another one, and likely right. within a period. So you'll know if your mental game is good or not by ha- by the result after you give up a bad one. And everybody's going to give up right. a bad one. Yeah. It's like a, you know, a defensive back in football. you got to have a short yeah. memory. you got to force gotta it forget right it. Away. Yeah. And you can say, hey, I, I parked it and I reset mentally, all that thing. But you don't know if you really did. I think it's like meditation. It's one of those things, the more you do it, the better you get at it. Mm-hmm. So being able to, to mentally move on from something in a game, whether it's a D-back, whether it's a pitcher, whether it's a goalie hmm. or quarterback, you throw an interception, right? You got to right. move on. Cause if you linger on it, you're going to do it again. Right. And Barrasso told that whole story and it always stuck with me. And I think you're seeing Hart go to that next level as a pro being able to re- mentally reset in game. And I think that's nice. been a big, a big effect. Well, that's good news. Got yeah. uh, some guys on the stream here though. 91 LS Xers makes an appearance. Wow. Oh, man. I see Aton's name in there. He says, uh-huh. what about all the people who bought all kinds of processed clothing like Aton Shander? <laughs> Would you rather be Aton Shander, Harry? <laughs> Look, I just did my show with him a couple hours ago. I've had oh, a, so- I've had my fill. Okay, so get the Aton <laughs> off the screen, right? <laughs> Your three days are up. It's a, it, that's, that's enough. That's my, I've done my quota already. And Joe Rafino says Philly should sign Judge Turner and Verlander. Yeah, that'd be great. Can you imagine Aaron Judge in Citizens Bank Park? Oh, oh my God. Yeah. He wouldn't he wouldn't hit home runs in Citizens Bank Park. He'd hit home runs out of Citizens Bank Park. Yeah, exactly right? right. Yeah. No, just give me Turner. I'm good. Well, what I mean, Verlander too. Like he's a guy I think that would fit in here really well. Yeah, he would. And, and his uh, wife would fit in here even. Oh, better. yeah. She she fits Holy in everywhere. God. Did you see the picture, the video of her like giving flipping the bird off at the game in the stands and like having mm-hmm. fun with the fans? Oh yeah, well, they, well, they, that all all started, I think, when a bunch of fans were outside where the bus pulls in. Yeah. And when Verlander got off the bus, I think they were giving him the business, and he gave them the bird. And I think that's sort of where it started. If I but it was like in fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Look, she these, is these players know. Yeah, she is. These players know. Like the the ones that have that get it, 
kind of enjoy it. I think, you know, coming yeah. here and, and messing with the fans a little bit. Yeah. She, you know? oh my God, she's unbelievable. I got to put a picture of her up on the screen here. Well, now do you yeah. think she's unbelievable or is it just that she has an unbelievable uh, rack? Ha. Yeah. She's unbelievable. <laughs> she's unbelievable. <laughs> so here you go. Uh, let me put this up here so you can see her. Well, now that's from a long time ago. That's I don't that care. Movie. That's from that movie she was in uh, with, um, what's her name? It was actually a funny movie. Um, was that with Apatow? Uh, Apatow's wife is in it. She, who's, but Apatow? Yeah, yeah. Well, he might have written the movie, but his uh -huh. wife was in it, who's really funny and kind of attractive too. And uh, the tall, skinny blonde that's done about a zillion movies, and I always forget her freaking name. Cameron She's, Diaz? Yes, she was in it. Yeah. Yeah. What was it? There's something they, about marriage? They, no, they were all ended up having had relations with the same guy. And, oh. you know, the guy was cheating on, I think, uh, Apatow's wife's character with Cameron Diaz. And the women got together and got to be friendly and just ganged up on the dude. That was kind of the theme of the movie. Okay. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Well, I'm trying to think what the name of it is. And yeah, Cameron. it's on. It's on a lot. Like the other weekends. woman, is that it? Is that what it's called? Her? It might. Two thousand fourteen was Nicki Minaj in this movie too. If she was, she had a small role in it. Yeah. What? What? Get get the male character, like the lead guy, because if Marching, you say Nikolai no. Coster Waldo, Don no. Johnson was in it. No. No, this guy is a fame. Is pretty famous. He was. Huh. He's a really good looking dude. I don't know if that's the movie. All right. This, this sounds like a movie that you watch with the Lima at some point. Well, yeah, I've seen it, you know, but it's actually kind of funny. Okay. It's actually not bad. Uh, I'm not a huge over. fan of those, those kind yeah. of movies, but this, this one, I, I'll get the name of it. Yeah. Figure, it, it. figure it out. Yeah. Um, we want to dip in Harry to this. Uh, you know, one of my favorite YouTube channels is Rick Beato's channel. Yeah, now explain to the people who the hell Rick Beato is, because most people don't know this guy. Yeah, Rick is a former um, producer, musician. Okay. Well, he still is a producer, I guess. He probably still produces some bands and stuff like that. I believe but, I he's mean, in the Atlanta area now. What has he done? Like, has he done anything really famous that the people yeah. would know? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like he's a behind-the-scenes producer and engineer and all kinds of stuff. And he's built this YouTube channel. And it's really exploded. I mean, he's got millions of subscribers. And, I mean, he gets great guests. He's had everybody from, you know, the surviving members of, of Nirvana on with the surviving members of Soundgarden. He's had Sting as an interview guest or Eric Johnson. You name it. He's had yeah. it. He's great guests. And it really what launched him was the series that he does on called What Makes This Song Great. Right. So he takes a song and then... He breaks it up into pieces and talks about it and blah, blah, blah. And he's been doing this for, for a while now. So, I mean, he's got, you know, shorts and, and videos on music theory for musicians. And he does these top 10, top 20 lists, all kinds of stuff. He's done the top 20 drum fills of all time or the top 20 rock bass intros or vocal intros or you name it. All these greatest guitar solos of all time, you know. And it's a really good channel for people to watch. I mean, he's had Frampton on, Pat Metheny, all. I mean, right. you're talking about 
pretty big heavy hitters in the music world, right? Right. Yeah, he did one about what, what if Eddie Van Halen or Eric Johnson played the Stairway to Heaven solo instead of Jimmy Page, and then he redoes it. Oh, you know, wow. great stuff like that. Yeah. Wow. So he just did his most recent list, his top twenty list, is the top twenty one hit wonders of this. Now he's done in the eighties, which is the one hit wonder generation. But he did the top 21 hit wonders of the 1970s. And I sent this to you. And I know that uh, you've got some thoughts on it. Yeah, well, I, I love the list. I mean, in fact, you know, this is when I was growing up. I mean, I knew I know every one of these songs. I know I bet I bet I know about 90 percent of the lyrics from start to finish on all these songs. Okay, they're embedded in wow. my brain. on the one hit wonders you do. Yes. That, huh? Yes. And, and the, the movie was The Other Woman. Okay. Leslie Leslie Mann is the other actress that is Judd Apatow's wife, who's really funny in it. It it was the other woman. It's a very okay. funny movie. But anyway, he starts it out with he counts them down from twenty down to one. Yeah. And he goes number twenty is Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo by Rick Derringer. Oh, okay. All right. That so- that song should not be on the list. That was a big hit, though, Harry. I, I'm. It might have been, but I, I I think it stinks. Really? Yeah. I, I, whenever that song would come on on YSP back in the day, I'd turn the channel. So when JDB would say, all right, now, right now on WYSP, we've got Rick Derringer. Yeah. yeah. Hey, YSP. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't this the guy that sang uh, snorting whiskey and drinking cocaine? Oh, that was his I other know, hit. I'd like to try it, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> that was i think that was the night of the metallica concert wasn't it but anyway, but anyway uh rick derringer i think sang that song too but I'm, I'm not a big rick derringer fan then he goes into number 19 black betty by ram jam now that song is great remember the riff so in that you, one so you, you do approve of this one oh yeah okay let's uh, yeah, i have his list here, so let's go through it i love the tone it's great Look at look, look at him. I, I was yeah. laughing watching him. Yeah, he's, he's air drumming out. the entire time. But yeah, Black you know Betty by Ram like? Jam. What? It kind of sounds like um God, who sang Golden Earrings tone? Oh yeah. Yeah. The Twilight Zone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's a lot of yeah, fuzz good, in this, Devin. A lot of fuzz. Yeah. I like fuzz. Uh, the next two are just classics and should be higher up on the list, in my opinion. Brandy by Looking Glass. I mean, that's that's top ten. Awesome. Top yeah. ten. And this one, too, should be closer to the top ten. Dancing in the Moonlight by King Harvest. Love how the vocals are pan. It's a fantastic song. That's got to be early 70s, because that's got a really That was 1970. 70. It barely oh, was made it? it. Yeah, it was okay, 1970. Yeah. That's got a, almost a '60s sound to it. It production does. Ones. It does. Now the next one is Foghat Slow Ride. Now Foghat had more than one hit. Yeah. I granted this was their widest, like widest played song, but I was never a big Slow Ride fan. Me neither. Um, yeah. So I like the riff in the beginning of Slow Ride. Yeah. It goes on too long. Yeah. It's, it's it's like a seven or eight minute song. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the next one is Never Been Any Reason by Head East. It's a classic song. I don't remember this one. Going down. Oh, I do now. Last yeah. Time. Yeah. It's good. They're like, like a Midwest. I hear band. and I go, 
how is this a band that was only a one-hit wonder? Because I, I love know. the song. I know. Stuck in the middle with you from Steelers Wheel is a, it's a must. This is this is yeah, this is a great one. You can't have any problem with this, can you? Now, no, no. I love this song. In fact, Jerry Rafferty, who was in this band, uh, I had his solo record that had a song on it that to me might be number one, and it didn't even appear in his list. Uh, let me guess what the song is. Because it's been covered as well by the yes. Foo Fighters, if Correct. I recall. Correct. And that is Baker Street, right? Correct. You cannot yeah. have a top 20 list of songs like this and not have Baker Street in it. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Good point. Good, good, um, point, good point. The next one is Afternoon Delight by the Starland Vocal Band. Such now, this a song, fucking weird song. I know, but this song got a reboot in Anchorman. Uh, oh, did it? With Will Farrell. Yeah. But the thing is that my connection to this song is my mom bought the 45. This song was played uh -huh. in my house probably three times a day for a good three month period back in, I want to say, 1974. Mama Mays was big afternoon delight, huh? She was big in the afternoon delight. Wow. Yeah. Yes. That's breaking. Where's the breaking news sounder? <laughs> Where's Unisat? Exactly. <laughs> um, the next one is, is is kind of a sad song, Seasons in the Sun by oh, Terry Jacks. Yeah. Think of me and I'll be there. We had joy. We had he was the black sheep of the family. The it's sun, kind of sad. The, the, the story is sad, but it's in a poppy, fun kind of way. Yeah. It's weird. It, it is. It's, it's kind of a conundrum. It, of a song because what he's talking about is very sad, but it's delivered in the, ah, that, that, uh -huh. that, that, you know, it's interesting. Which is, which is similar to another song that I think could be on the list, but it's not uh, Gilbert O'Sullivan's alone again, naturally. Oh, that's a great song. You remember that one that had a yeah, Bee Gees vibe to it. Yeah. It like an have early yep. Bee Gees vibe. Yeah. Very yeah. good one. Now, the next one on his list is a classic. You're going to love this. Mississippi oh, love Queen tone. by Mountain. This guitar Leslie tone, West. Yes. This guitar tone is one of the best guitar tones ever. <laughs> it's a Les Paul. Yeah. yeah. Listen to that. So fat. I know. Woo! Oh, awesome. The vocal coming in great. Mississippi Queen. Yeah, that's great. Oh, that's so That's, that's phenomenal. Good. Yeah. Um, the next one is kind of an interesting one because I probably wouldn't have thought of this, but I'm glad he did because he's he, it's deserved. Hold your head up by Argent. Ooh. Good song. Yeah. Great song. And he was it was it Rod or Ron Argent? Was the guy who great melody. Yeah. All right, like the background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the next one is he he told the story of how it got written, which I didn't know, but it was a great story. The band was Wild Cherry, and I remember the album cover. Every time I would go into listening booth, I'd see it, and it was like this <laughs> Sam Goody hair. <laughs> yeah, the hot pair of lips with a little cherry inside. You see that? Yep. Yeah. Look at his face as he's bopping along. <laughs> Now, it almost sounds like they cursed there. That's what I used to think when I was a kid, that, that they're saying the F word yep. um, instead of funky music. But he told the story. These guys were basically a cover band. Yep. And they were playing in Pittsburgh at a club that was predominantly black. 
And the, I guess the guys and the, the people in the audience got a little fed up with the type of music they're playing. A guy actually comes up to him during one of the breaks and says, when are you guys going to start playing that Play some funky, funky music, music, white boy? <laughs> and he immediately yeah. wrote the song. Yeah, the song wrote itself in that moment. How cool is that? Yeah, I love stories like that. Yeah, me I hope too. It's true. Now, the next one, I hate this song. song. I, I hate I it. And I even hate it more with Manfred Mann. Blinded by the light blows, in my opinion. Blinded by the light. Like a douche. <laughs> one of the, and he says after this, one of the most misheard lyrics of all time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What, is, what does he say? Wrecked up like a deuce? Yeah. Wrecked up like a deuce. Which but is, it's D E U C E, like deuce. Yeah, not think, douche. Right? Yeah. yeah, right. Um, it's excuse me while I kiss this guy. Right. The, you know, the pro, Not the kiss this guy. Do. It's kiss the, the sky. Sky. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Dave Mason's We Just Disagree. Great song. Yeah, now Dave Mason was a big star. Yes, with Traffic and Traffic, a couple other, yeah. yeah, some other bands. Yeah. And he's, but that's, that's a good tune. Yeah, 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 I love this song. I like that phase on the acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds so good. Haven't seen you in a while. Such an interesting vocal delivery. It's, like, the, it's almost like he's having a phone conversation. Yeah, it's the phrasing somebody. of the lyrics, I think, that's, that is what grabs you so much on that. It's one. pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Please Come to Boston by Dave Loggins. Not by Kenny Loggins. But yeah. Right. Not Dave. Kenny Loggins. Not Kenny Loggins. <laughs> Not Loggins and Messina. Please come to Boston. Oh, and she like said Vocally no. here, too. Unbelievable. You come home to me. I was a big oh, fan man. of that song. I was like eight oh, years shit. old. Like, now, this one. It's so sad. This is 79 now. This is when uh, Little That's Harry awesome. Mays was really getting into rock music, man. I was like 14. And this is one of my favorite songs of the time period. My Sharona by The Knack. Great guitar <laughs> solo in this song, too. Oh, it is, yeah. yeah. And they're basically were like a studio band in L.A., these guys. Mm-hmm. How did they not get bigger? I thought that I they... Know. I can't believe they're a one-hit wonder. That that's that album had another hit on it. I forget the name of the song, but there's another really the good the song. Yeah, the album. There, yeah, yeah. There's another really good song on there. Oh, what um, is it? But my Sharona was. I had a crush on this girl, and she was a year ahead of me in high school, and I was in junior high. I was in ninth grade. She was in tenth. Sharon Kramer. So that that was like that song was like my Sharona. Uh, that that was yeah. your Sharona. Yeah, exactly right. Um, good girls don't was that that's the other it one? that's the yep. one that's the yeah. that's the other hit yeah. good girls good don't girls. but i do at least exactly yeah, yeah that's a good one <laughs> now this one he explains and i thought i thought the same thing he says everybody thinks this is an, a song from the 80s and i did too yeah. but it was that synth pop sound that really took off in the 80s this is a pretty classic tune yeah this is ahead this of its time one of my favorite songs on the list too classic <laughs> It's a great riff. Love that. Yeah, yeah it's so good. I remember the Gary video Newman. on MTV. Oh, yeah. See, and that's why I thought it was in the 80s, because I didn't get MTV until like 1981, I want to say. Yeah. And that song was in like heavy rotation, as they say. So I yeah. always thought it was an 80s song, but apparently it was 1979. 
one of my favorite metal bands covered it. That would be uh, Fear Factory covering Gary Newman's Call. Really? Yeah. Did a nice oh, job I'd like, with it, too. I'd like to hear that. Yeah, and like the guitar player, Dino Cazares in, in Fear Factory, plays a seven-string Ibanez, so it's really, like, detuned and heavy. It's got some chunk to it. Chunk, yeah. Love a good chunk. Oh, I love chunk. Johnny Nash's I Can See Clearly Now. Okay, not Johnny Cash. No, no, Johnny Nash. How did this guy only have one hit? I don't know. Like, vocally, I mean, seriously. Yeah, he can sing. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's number That's number four. Yeah, number four. Now th- oh, that was that, three. That, sorry. Oh, was that three? Yeah. That almost sounded a little bit like like that Doby Gray song, which could be on bit. this list. Drift yeah. away. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a good that's, call. That's a great song. Um, okay, number two. Oh, this is my guy, oh, Paul Rogers. Guitar. Yeah. You know the, this one. Oh, oh yes. Again, tone. Less Paul tone here. Yep. Yep. Dirty, grimy. Yep. One of the best riffs of all time. <laughs> it is. Paul Rogers. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. His, his voice, Harry, mm-hmm. matches the guitar tone so perfect. It does. It does. And he's a little itty-bitty guy, man, with a powerful he's like voice. like 5'2"? Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got a fucking bomb for a voice, too. Yeah. Like, we, we know all his work with Bad Company. Yeah. Some work he did with Queen and Brian May and everything. The dude is tiny, but uh-huh. got a fucking set of pipes on him. Like, unbelievable. Wasn't he, didn't he uh, do some band for a little while with Jimmy Page in yeah. the 80s? What yes. was that band called? Um, they had a record or two out with a couple of decent songs. Yeah, let me, I'm, I'm Googling it now. It's not The Firm, was it? Uh, was it The Firm? Yeah, it was the firm. Was it the firm? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. They, they had radioactive. Yes, yes, yes. yep. Yeah, super group, the firm. I can't right? Remember that? Yeah, well, it just came to me. I mean, it's you yeah. know, yeah. Paul Rogers, Jimmy Page, Chris Slade is the drummer, mm-hmm. and now he was in what band was he in? Because this is a very famous name, and Tony Franklin. Yeah, uh, th- is yeah, the bass is player. Absolutely a super group. Chris Slade was um. AC was in ACDC. He was yeah. the original bald drummer of ACDC. Okay. Yeah, and that's why I know. Tony Franklin, not the kicker from the Eagles, Harry. No, he no. Was barefoot. He was the barefoot kicker. Yes. Not the barefoot Contessa. <laughs> yes. Oh. Uh, but Tony Franklin was a bass player at all kinds of bands, played with uh, with David Gilmore, Kate Bush, White Snake, oh. you name it, Lou Graham. Wow. Danny Wayne Shepherd. So he's he's kind of one of those music for hire guys. I probably saw him page, anyway. Probably in that Shepherd. page circle. Yeah. Now, the number one song, according to this, and it's a great one, All the Young Dudes. As one yeah. of this the is phenomenal. Of all time. Yeah. Now, that sounds like Bowie hey. there, doesn't it? It's a Bowie yeah, it sounds song. Sounds like. Love that. Yep. I always thought it was Bowie. Me too. Because it has that sort of that Ziggy Stardust period of sound yep. with Bowie, doesn't it? It, it has that. And it, to be honest, too, it has a very John Lennon feel to me, too. Mm, yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Like a, yeah. a, a very Lennon Bowie kind of homogenized song there together. And I think it was their only hit, too. Like, really, mm-hmm. you know, from Mott the Hoople. Um, 
What a great What's name, too. Ian Hunter. Mott the Hoople. Yeah, Mott the Hoople. Ian Hunter was in Mott the Hoople, I think, wasn't he? I believe he was. He went yes. on to, to have a couple of hits on his own. But now we got a, Joey B says, Flock of Seagulls. That's the 80s, though. We're yeah. doing 70s, Joey B. He's always a way ahead of us. Yeah. We'll get Settle to the down. 80s. We'll yeah. get there. We'll get to the 80s in another episode. But some of the other songs that I thought of, okay. I wanted to run by you that aren't on the list. I'm Not in Love by 10CC. Which what is it when, again? I'm Not in Love. I'm not in love. I don't know that one. So don't forget it. You never heard that song? They, they went on to be, they're Godly and Cream. They had a hit in the 80s too as Godly and Cream. But the band 10CC had that. It was a huge hit in the mid 70s. Pull it out. Hmm. You'll know it. Sammy Johns' Chevy Van. We made love in my Chevy van, and that's all right with me. I mean, it's, it was back when the you know everybody had a van with like a window in the back, like shaped like the Playboy Bunny, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. or a, or a <laughs> half a, a moon crescent or something, and it yeah. shag carpeting on the walls. Yeah, that's Sammy that's... Johns. I gave a girl a ride in the wagon. A ride in my wagon. The wagon. <laughs> Harry, did you have a shagging wagon? No, I didn't. <laughs> that was a little before my... I was too young. I couldn't even drive. But, um, yeah, I'm not in love with 10cc Poetry Man by... Um, what was her name? Phoebe Snow. Mm-hmm. Huge hit. Let me, let me bring that one up. Yeah, it is Phoebe Snow. Phoebe Snow. Let's see here. Yep, Let's right play. there. Play on this one. I don't remember oh. this. Advance it a little bit. Get to where she's. You've got to speed this up. You're hiding something sweet. Please give it. Well, I don't remember this one, Harry. You don't? No. Well, get to the hook. Early seventies. Get to the hook. Let me. What's the hook? Right. You're the poetry oh, man. You never heard this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the hook of your hair? Yeah, forget it. Sounds like Nora Jones to me, Harry. It does. It, it, it does. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> and there, I, forget, I forget the girl's name that did Lot of Love, which is a Neil Young song, and she had it as a hit in the 70s, some young girl. She never did anything else. Sky High by Jigsaw. Uh, Jackie Blue by the Ozark Mountain Daredevils. Wow. Classic song. How Long by Ace, mm -hmm. which is Paul Carrick was the lead singer of yeah. Ace. And he went on to play with Squeeze. Green-Eyed Lady from Sugarloaf. How about that tune? I do remember that. Yes. yes. Yep. And yeah. Moonlight Feels Right by Starbuck. Don't remember that. Yeah, it's a good here's, one. Here's Green Eyed Lady. Right? Yeah, this is good. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. Ascending, descending <laughs> riff. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Baby Come Back by Player. I remember that. Yeah. That's a great one. Um, Hamilton... You're going to start the, the Harry Mays YouTube channel. I should. Hamilton, Joe, Frank, and Reynolds. It's not a law firm. It was a group that had a big hit with Don't Pull Your Love Out On Me, Baby. Wow. The hell you remember that? Yeah. No, I don't. Um, it's too much for me to type in, too, Harry. Yeah, I know, but it's good. Yeah. So wow. uh, 
Yeah, man. I know all the words to practically every one of those songs. <laughs> I listened to a lot of radio when I was a kid. Yeah. All, oh, the, so all the time. Ones in there. Wi-Fi so 92. Wi-Fi 92. Mm-hmm. Yeah. JDB Joey, should work for Joey B just down two edibles when we put on Green Eyed Lady. Yeah. <laughs> now you'll be playing catch up the rest of the day. Yep. <laughs> wow. Great stuff. It is. Uh, I'll tell you, check out that Rick Beato channel. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Maybe next week we'll go through the 80s one, Harry. Yeah, okay. We should get did- him on. Yeah, I've messaged him, but I think he, he's doing a lot of touring now. Really? He does live shows, yeah. And he does what the song Great Live and plays a bunch of stuff. I mean, he's a great musician. Yeah, yeah. He like, can play sit- like anything, too. Oh, yeah, he plays He sounds all. like one of those guys where you just like name a song and he could play it. Yeah, he just, he's a great piano keyboard player. Yeah. And, um, you know, theory and all that stuff. He's he's great. I mean, he sits there. His kids' names, I forget his kids' names. Um. I think one of them is Layla. Really? After Clapton's Layla. Of course. And that's how he got famous was his kid could like pick out the note of anything that like you could play a note on the piano and give it F sharp and, you know, or chords and stuff like. Is that right? Yeah. It was like this amazing ear of like an eight year old musical ear. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. My new iPhone apparently came in just now. Oh, is that right? What'd you get, Harry? 14? No, no, no. I don't get the iPhone 9 a couple years behind. I don't need to create a movie on my phone. Okay. So I don't need some high tech camera. I got the 13. Okay. I'm on the 12. I'm on the 12 Max Pro. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't need, uh, I don't need Steven Spielberg's fucking iPhone. Yeah. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Um, But I see on here uh, Joey B talking about the F1 race coming up in Vegas. Now, yep. you're a huge F1 guy. Did you see? I, what did I see this? I saw it on Twitter. Something about the average ticket cost oh. to go to the race. 2000 um, probably? It, I think it was three. Yeah, I, I don't doubt that at all. I think it was three grand, mm-hmm. which sounds like a hell of a lot of money. I mean, what is this, a Super Bowl? Yeah, well, it's it, it's not just the race that you get. You get all this paddock passes, and oh, okay. you also get all the practice sessions and qualifying. It's basically five sessions. Why, it's not just to, based on the 90-minute race. You have to commit a lot of time to that, man. Yeah, well, it's a whole like weekend. To, to get your money's worth out of it. Yeah, yeah. You, you know? don't just show up for the race. Yeah, it's not like NASCAR. Right. Where you show up with, you know, with a pull-along cooler full of uh, 16-ounce old Milwaukee pull-tab cans. Or a bush light or something. Yeah. Formula One's much more sophisticated, Harry. Yeah. That, so. that is true. Well, it's got, it's that European, you know, flair to it. Sure. Yeah. You know. And they're going to be, they're actually back this weekend. Uh, matter of fact, qualifying is in 10 minutes and for the Sao Paulo Grand Prix, Harry. Oh, that's in Brazil, right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. At Interlagos is the track there in Brazil. And wow. uh, it's the second to last race of the year, as they call it in Formula One, Harry, the penultimate, penultimate. race of the season. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they're going to go from this one. And next week, they'll wrap up the season in Tom Burns' favorite track. You know what that is? Um, Dabi, Dabu, Dabi. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, when is this Vegas race? Next year, November. Oh, next year. Yeah, yeah. 23. They just did a, a launch event there. I mean, they had oh. Max Verstappen's Red Bull RB, I think it was the RB14, Harry, actually going inside the casino at one point. Really? There were guys at a blackjack table, and all of a sudden, the RB14 comes buzzing by. (laughs) But he wasn't driving it. 
No, no. Okay. I, I don't think that but it was this pretty much. Well, no, this is actually the RB17. Okay. Right here model. Oh, wow. Because uh, it's got the halo on it. The one there was the 14th, did not have the, the halo at that time. Look at you. Which has saved lives. What do you have, like little matchboxes of F1s? I got all kinds of stuff. I got a McLaren over here, huh? Yeah. Corvette. Yeah, the McLaren's really nice. There's a guy at my club that uh, that drives in a McLaren. Yeah. You got the yeah. McLaren here with the lift up door. Yeah, Harry. They're, yeah they're cool. Looking. Yeah. 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 Oh, the McLaren's beautiful. Autom- automotive engineering. Yeah. Yeah. That the halo, it saves lives. Right. I save lives. <laughs> Who's going to do it? Private Santiago's death, while tragic, probably <laughs> saved lives. Yes. yes. <laughs> Private Santiago. Oh, my. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, All um, right. Last thing for you, too, Harry. Yeah. Um, before we wrap this bitch up for the weekend. Um, by the way, I love doing it on Friday. Um, I had Al Morgani on Stick to Hockey Live on Wednesday. And Al Morgani <laughs> is going into the Hockey Hall of Fame Monday. Is he? Yes. Oh, wow. The Elmer That's... Ferguson Award winner. Oh, for the, for the writer. It's yeah. like the Ford C. Frick Award in uh, baseball, right? For their Hall of Fame. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. I got to yeah. send him a congrats. Yeah. Alphonse is going in. And I had wow. him on. And the last thing I asked him about, because 37 years ago, a couple days ago, yeah. was the day that Pelly Lindbergh had the car accident. Mm. Was that and in 83? When was 80, that? That that was 85. Oh, 85. Okay. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Yeah. And Al was very close with Pelly. Mm. And I put out the video of just that part of the podcast. Al got choked up. Yeah. Because he said, I, I still haven't gotten over it. And he said, when that happened, he said that it, it forced him to cover sports different. He goes, I knew all along I was never supposed to get that close hmm. to a player. He said, but I couldn't help who I liked and who I got along with. Yeah. So he was very close to him and he had to cover it. And he was kind of the intermediary for his fiance and the hospital. And he tells the oh, story wow. how they, they're wheeling Pelly past at Cooper and his wife, the doc says, you know, he's got a broken shoulder. He's got this, he's got that. And she says, well, is he going to be okay to play again? Hmm. And the doctor looks at Al and says, she doesn't know. And Al's like, no, she didn't know that he was brain dead and that he was not coming back. Mm-hmm. And it's the whole thing. And Al's going in. He tells the story. He's going into the Hall of Fame with the Sedin twins mm-hmm. and also with Daniel Alfredson, three Swedish guys. Okay. And he's like, you know, I, I find it very fitting that I'm going in because I still haven't gotten over it, the mm-hmm. Pelly thing. And he, he told the story. He, he would t- tell Pelly, you cannot drive like this. It's you drive too fast. Al wouldn't drive with him. Wow. And it cost him his life and that he's going in with a bunch of guys that are Swedes. Hmm. Um, he's going to tell the story of Pelly at his wow. induction ceremony in, on Toronto coming up on Monday. So I'm looking forward to that. Wow. That's cool. And I'm going to yeah. send him a, a we've got some great, great broadcasters that have come through this city, whether it's Al or, you know, a guy like Jason Stark, who's yeah. a Hall of Famer, Ray Dinger. Yep. yep. I mean, think about some of the guys that we've had in this fucking town. Oh, I know. How great they are. Uh, Jasner back in the day covering so Jasner, phenomenal. Yeah. Harry. yeah, yeah. And then you look at some of the play-by-play announcers like Harry Callis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Gene like, Hart. Yeah, I mean we've been fucking blessed in this town. So yeah, uh, now, just wanted to mention that. Yeah, that's cool. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm gonna have to send him a congratulatory, congratulatory tweet or something. <laughs> our, our buddy Pat Egan is listening oh, to geez. the show. 
Why? And he agrees that uh, Brandy, the song, needed to be bumped Looking up glass. quite a bit. Yeah. 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 By Looking Glass? Right. Yeah. Now, that uh, could be the reason is that's the only one he remembers. Because yeah. he's a young lad. Yep. Yeah. He may have a good taste in 70s music, though. He probably and would. I'll yeah. tell you what. Google on YouTube, type in Looking Glass Brandy and find them performing live and just see how ugly that fucking singer is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's ugly. (laughs) (laughs) He's one of the all-time ugly singers of all time. Is that right? Wow. He is Tom Petty, fucking ugly. Nah, Tom Petty wasn't ugly. Come on, he was not handsome, Harry. (laughs) (laughs) I think he got like better looking as he got older. Yeah, yeah. Like more, like more normal looking. But when Tom Petty was young, holy fuck, was he ugly? Yeah. Far be it from me. No, that you're talking but, about like the mud crutch days before he was Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers. Yeah, I'm talking right? even early Petty and the Heartbreakers. Damn the torpedoes! You got lucky, video. Okay, right. you got lucky, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal guy. I'm a musician and everything. You know, whole thing. But yeah, so so Egan checking in on the podcast. Yeah, Egan's checking in now. You know, what about this Evander Kane injury? Did he get cut by a skate? Did I see that? Yeah, he's going to be out for a wrist. while, it looks like. Yeah, that's scary, man. It is scary. And when when stuff like that happens in that game, I always sit there and say, I don't believe, I can't believe it happened. doesn't happen more. Yeah, me too. Well, I mean, you remember the, the most famous skate cut? With the goalie. Clint Malarchuk, yeah. Right, he was playing right. for the Quebec. The, the that one was like his jugular. Jugular. Wasn't it? Yeah. That thing was squirting up to the fucking ceiling of the arena. You know, the Jeez. only reason he's alive is because the Zamboni at that time and that rink he was playing in, the doors to the Zamboni entrance were right behind the net. Mm. And the Zamboni guy opened the doors, recognized what was happening right away, and pinched off the carotid artery and saved his life. Wow. If, if he's in the other period of the game at the other end of the at ice, the other end of the dead. ice, he's dead. 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 Wow. Fucking dead. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Jeez. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's a wrap on the episode. Yeah. Is there anything else you feel like you need to mention? Um, I think you've said it all. Yeah, I think I've said it all. Yeah, you've really put a lot on the record here today regarding yeah. the 70s one-hit wonders, and I, I yeah. think you did a very nice job at it. Yeah, we'll do the 80s coming up in another week or two. What do you say I mean, we, we, If we're going to do that, we'll go through the 80s. we got to get David or, or Tommy on. Well, yeah. yeah David Tommy's got a be... show coming up, by the way, on the 18th or 19th with the Young Rumblers. Where? Um, I'll tell you right now. I'll bring. I just saw this. Parks? I just uh, I was going to send this to you, Tommy Conwell. Mm-hmm. He's a friend. Um, Tommy Cow. Tommy Conwell. Come on. He's got to type bu- faster. This end button on my freaking computer. I'll tell you. I don't know why the end button's not working, Harry. <laughs> I don't know if you're a slower Googler than uh, South Shunis, but it's close. No, he has got to get faster. Uh, <laughs> here's the post from Tommy on uh, on Facebook. The 80s are roaring back to the Ardmore Music Hall oh, on okay. Saturday, November 19th. And Philadelphia legend Jackie Bam Bam is going to be their host. Tickets, uh, some limited tickets are left. November 19th at the Ardmore Music That's Hall. next weekend. Yes, we have to go, huh? Maybe I mean, we do the podcast live on location. Yeah, that's like 15 minutes from me. Yeah, that's right on Lancaster Avenue over and over. Oh, that, yeah. That's a drunken Google ride home after a lot of oh, gin yeah. and tonics. Yeah. Or gin, vodka gin and cramps. tonics. Yeah. What? I, by the way, <laughs> I love your new Twitter picture. 
you riding the Tito's bottle? Oh, the Tito's bottle. Yeah. Well, we're in negotiations right now with stateside vodka. They they want to get that changed to a stateside bottle. Oh. So if there's an endorsement there, um, it's being worked on. And so I might have to change that out. What? They what said, should... would you change what you drink? I said, absolutely. Stock my cupboard. Consider I, it done. I, I, you know, the only reason I don't get more stateside is they don't uh, produce half gallons. Oh, they I mean, I'd have bottles. to get a case of the fifths. I mean, I'll just go through it too fast. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously. You're the fucking best. I pour like one drink and the fifth is half gone. <laughs> fifth? My ass. This is more fifth. like a tooth. <laughs> it's like a tooth. Two drinks are done. Jesus. All right. I'm going to watch Quali uh, right. from Sao Paulo. All right. Everybody, thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Leave us a rating and review. We'll talk to you next week on episode 42 of Odd G's, the podcast with Harry Bates and Jason Pierce. See you, everybody. See you.